Hello and welcome to the PS Plus Roundup of April 2020. And the games this month are Uncharted 4 and Dirt Rally 2. I'll start by talking about Uncharted 4. Unfortunately I don't have any footage because I didn't actually play it this month and I'll get into that later. Firstly though, it is developed by Naughty Dog. It takes up around 50 gigabytes and it is the fourth in the Uncharted series. Now, that brings us on to the reason that I didn't play it. It's the fourth in a series. So I have played Drake's Fortune on the channel and I wholeheartedly intend to play 2 and 3 as well. So obviously I don't just want to jump into Uncharted 4. So therefore I kept putting off doing this month's games just because I was like, what am I going to do? But actually, I think it leads to an interesting point as to whether it's a good idea to give sequels as PS Plus games. Initially, I'm not going to lie, I was a little bit annoyed about it. However, they did give the Uncharted collection like a couple of months beforehand. And then they also gave the Uncharted collection to everyone, whether you have PS Plus or not. So they're assuming pretty much everyone has got the Uncharted collection right now. The problem I have with them given the fourth game is that you would think if you've played the Uncharted collection and you enjoyed it, you would buy the fourth one if you wanted it. And if you didn't want it, you just wouldn't buy it. And I suppose you can say that about any game ever, but there was something about it that really, I was like, oh, I was really disappointed that that was the pick. Also, it probably doesn't help that I did actually buy this game a long time ago. I bought all the Uncharted games and I've clearly never gotten around to finishing them. So maybe some of that is personal bitterness as well. But to me, it's it's kind of the same as if, say, the other month when they gave Bioshock Collection, right? Say that it had only been Bioshock 1 and 2. And then next month we get Bioshock Infinite. I wouldn't like that either. It's like, it's just a bit too much of the same game. Now I chatted about this a little bit on the previous roundup that I did. And I do wonder if I'm right or not. But to me, it does seem like they are heavily, heavily trying to push out the a lot of the exclusive games for the PS4. And to me, I mean, it makes total sense. Now, anyone that has PS Plus for the last year, or even less than a year, the last six months, have got a bunch of free PS Plus, ex well, free PS Plus exclusives on the condition that you have PS Plus, you can play them, right? So by giving us all these exclusives, they are trying to cement people choosing the PS5 in the next gen, right? That's how I perceive it anyway, because if you have your PS4 for this generation, you have PS Plus and coming up are the new Xbox and Playstations. If you've already got this collection of games that you are instantly, probably instantly, I think, going to be able to play on your PS5, you're not going to go for the Xbox, are you? So I feel like it's definitely some tactical marketing strategy going on there. As for the future of this strategy, I wouldn't actually mind if it continues. I think one of the reasons I'm bitter about it is because they've only been really giving us games that I'm not that interested in or I already own. Now, if they start, and what I would recommend for them to do, start absolutely giving out the heavy, he <laughs> heavy hitters. So God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn, Spider-Man maybe even, 
if they start giving one of these games each month, I guess it, it's easy for me to say because I don't know the figures. Maybe, probably, a lot of people still buy in these games. However, they are going on sale a lot recently and quite cheap now. So if they start giving away all these games, it's going to be an absolute no-brainer for people that have PS Plus currently. They are going to buy a PS5. You know what I mean? So that was just a little bit of a discussion that I wanted to have because, yeah, it did It did annoy me a bit that they gave the fourth game in a series, but maybe that's a bit unfair because they did give us the first three as well. However, if they give the next one, Lost Legacy, in the next couple of months, I'm going to be like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Just give us something different, please. And now to get onto the game that I did actually play this month, Dirt Rally 2. It takes up 79 gigabytes and it's developed by Codemasters. It is not a racing game, would you believe? Well, maybe technically it is a racing game, but you don't race against other cars. I don't know what Dirt Rally is. <laughs> so basically, if you don't know what Dirt Rally is, it is you have a start point and an end point and you've got to get there as quickly as I can. That's what I've gathered when I've uh, been Googling what rallying is. It's just you and the stretch of road and... Do it as quickly as you can. It is a sports game, kind of like a lot of the sports games that you can get nowadays. There's leaderboards, there's different modes that you can play, but really it's it's about the sport. I don't know if I'm explaining that very well, but it's very much something that you're going to want to play if you like the sport. If you don't like the sport, you're probably not going to like it so much. For me, if you watch the video, or if you didn't, I don't drive and I'm not interested in cars, so this was a bit of a <laughs> rubbish month for me. But I did have a laugh trying it. I still to this day don't understand what all the prompts that were coming up on the screen were. It seemed like maybe it was going to be bends that were coming up or something, but I didn't feel like they correlated. As for the game itself, considering it's such a huge game, I didn't find the graphics to be that great. But... The time that I noticed that was the time that I went off the road and maybe they don't want to put so much graphics into the off-road where you are not supposed to be. So maybe that's fair enough. But it does feel like a really big game for not a lot going on. Like, it's not open world or anything. You go on these designated tracks. What was done well, in my opinion, although I don't have any comparison to go off, was that the cars felt well done. If you damaged your car, you could feel it. And I feel like the way they've built it, they have probably built it very accurate. So, for example, I punctured my tyre and I was just skidding all over and I could feel the, the drag of it and it didn't just feel like the car was doing anything. It felt like it was that specific problem, if that makes sense. You did get to make a character and I guess that you will go on to have a career if you continue the game. But I can't advise to how that goes. Sadly, that's kind of all I've got to say. <laughs> it's a very short one today. Not a great month for me, I'm afraid. But I don't mean that as a slight on the games. I just mean for the fact that we get two a month. Where I still think back to the days where we would get like six games a month. And there was always something, you know. So when we only get two, and when it's two games that you've either already got or if it's just something that you're not interested in, it does sting a little bit, which sounds so entitled. 
I'm gonna have to rethink that mindset because that really sounds so entitled. So I'm gonna work on that. The games for next month have already been announced and they are City Skylines and Farming Simulator 19. So I'm gonna have fun talking about those ones. A lot of people are not happy. So I will talk about my opinions on that and my experiences on the next one. So thanks very much for listening. Sorry that that wasn't more positive because I don't mean it as a badness on the games. It was just a month that wasn't good for me, that's all.